the fly guy, fly tie for fly talk. We here tonight, man. Today, whatever. It's Monday, two o'clock. We a little late, running a little behind, but we gonna dig right in. Um, we got some phenomenal guests here with us. We got Malachi Beasley. How's Say it what's going? up to the people. How's it going? How's it going? My name is Malachi Dre Beasley. Mm -hmm. It's nice to meet y'all. Okay, and then I got Kim alive. Ah, that's how we say that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Nice to meet you all. All right. So, so great conversation. I'm I'm anticipating a great conversation. We had like two weeks to dig in on this, <laughs> you know, for a lapse of uh, connection or whatever the case may be. But it just gave us time to dig in and get our thoughts together, uh, be more uh, precise about what we want to say. Mm-hmm. This show, this show, this show is on black excellence and what does it look like to you? Like, yeah, you know, we talked about, uh, I mean, last month, you know, February, they always, they always give us February and we, I guess we gracefully take it. It is what it is. <laughs> but um, we had a brief conversation about 365 days of black awareness, man, and supporting each other businesses and things like that. I mean, for those that don't know, Kim is active in many different fields. Mm -hmm. Michael Beasley, um, um, Malachi Beasley, please forgive me. Oh, Malachi oh, Beasley is also multifaceted as you as people on my instagram we already talked about briefly um so we're going to dig in on what what is black excellence and what does it look like to each individual sitting here in this room and i encourage everybody that's out there that's listening to actually chime in and tell us what your your opinions and your thoughts on what black excellence look like and feel like and sound like to you all right all right let's get in cool all right well, who I don't know who actually want to take the um take the horse. Wait, leave my horse alone. I'm, I'm, <laughs> leave my horse alone. It's in my stable. But um, how we gonna start? How we gonna dig in? And who gonna go first? We we you know, I always tell people we try to make this as organic as possible, um, and just have real conversation. Cool. Um, so. I gave a little backdrop how this conversation came about. So me and Kim, so first of all, let me shout this out. Shout out to my barber. When y'all see me come in here and them lines is like <laughs> on point, like, and it's crazy that I got her up here today and I didn't even stop in this week. You did it. Don't this judge is me. True, Don't judge me. I'll be there tonight. No, oh, no, I got to work tonight, but I'll be there right. soon. But anyway, when them lines are sharp like that and y'all be like, ooh, yeah, whole nother level of fly on that one. Um, Kim is the one that actually put the razor to the face, man, every time it hit home. So I shot her out for that, you know, but we were sitting down having a conversation and we were talking about the 365 supporting black businesses. I don't, we don't say small businesses. We don't say, you know, whatever, but we say businesses because if you're doing business, you're doing business, Correct. right? Yep. So, um, how do we get behind this instead of celebrating it or celebrating each other for this one one month that's given us, right? Mm -hmm. Or that we gracefully take. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was it. I know, I know, I know, Kim. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did no, my no, face no. say it? So it's already is 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 lined up. That was that was dope because that's how we that's exactly how the conversation went. And it was like, yo, everybody was on the edge of the seat, ready to bang. And it was some it was some great things being said. 
So Kim, I, since since I lined you up like that, you like that okay. line up, the line up, <laughs> edge up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I I think more importantly, you you pointed out um, celebrating each other. I think that's the first step, mm-hmm. and that's not something that we do enough. I mean, just me being, well, I'm from the city, born and raised New Haven. So just being here all my life, I've seen a lot, um, experienced a few things. But I think that there's not enough celebration within each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's more competitiveness. Um, so that already takes away from, you know, what we would consider Black excellence. I mean, when you think of so many other cultures and how they come together with without batting an eye, we don't do that so easily. And if we do, there's always that question of, is there a hidden agenda? What's the reason behind it? You know, what's to come thereafter? Can we remain in that same space? Or is it just for this particular moment? Mm-hmm. Such as Black History Month. We, we hear about everything Black during Black History Month, but what about for the rest of the year? What about the other 11 months? You know what I mean? Um, there's history in itself. I mean, even the history that's taught in our school system. Mm-hmm. That's not real. That's not the real history. Mm-hmm. You know, and this just from my experience, I took African American literature and in college and mm-hmm. it looked very different from what I learned in middle school, high school. It looked very different. So, you know, that's a that's a big deal for me, you know, celebrating. Mm-hmm. We don't do enough of that. Um but, you know, I mean, I can start there. I can, I don't want to ramble on because I will, but <laughs> I want to start there because I, I think that's important. But I think Black excellence looks like different, many things to every individual, mm. you know, because my perspective might be, and it will be completely different than the other millions of people in the world. It might be one small thing like, okay, you know, um, for example, being incarcerated, right? Mm. Which, you know, we know what, the rate of that is and what the recidivism rate of that is for our culture right so when you look at somebody who's been incarcerated who's been through the trenches somebody who's experienced trauma in life but they're able to bounce back from it and then you know progress and, and live a healthy happy life you know that may be especially being black because you have to work twice as hard to make half the mistakes even mm-hmm. thereafter you know what i mean so that might be that one thing that someone considers black excellence for that particular individual right so yeah, that that that's that's a good point. Like, and that's why the conversation came. That's a part of the conversation as well. Like, what does it look like to you? So each individual going to have different. I mean, like you know, um, I was talking to my best friend. You know, one of my best friends. I got a couple, but one of my best friends the other day, just like driving in the car, and I'm like, yo, let me call my man. I haven't talked to him in a while, right? So we were just talking about like we was kind of talking about this show. Right. And this this topic. But we also was just talking about our childhood. Like, look at us. We like moving into the later years of of our life. Right. We're moving into the later years of our life. And um, and there was a time where 21 looked like it was unreachable. Right. And that sounds crazy to some people. But the reality is the reality is it's it's. It hits hard for a lot of people that lives come from the urban community mm-hmm. or even a black man that came from the the, the suburbs. Right. Because if, once you leave the house, your reality changes. You may not make it, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. Um, so we were talking about that and we were just talking about how 
the many different levels that we su survive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like just waking up is a blessing, and and to be able to be here to be present is a is a form of black excellence. Because now I'm not only be here, not only exist, but to actually be alive at this very moment and be present in whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Because now our mindset our, our mindset changed. We don't we don't think the same. We're right. thinking about like moving forward and 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 making it happen and and living a life of a successful life on our level and for our children and mm -hmm. for the future. Mm -hmm. What do you got to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I too uh, resonate a lot with being as a, a form of excellence, and the the reason why is because I grew up in uh, in San Diego, but southeast southeast Diego is about like. I want to say 25 minutes away. Wait, hold on, like, hold up. Did y'all hear that? Southeast day. <laughs> <laughs> he broke that thing all the way down. Like, he, he wants you to know that. He'll yeah, I got to let you know because yeah. I'm like, yo, I know every time I say San Diego, especially on the East Coast, they're like, wow, that's really nice. La Jolla? Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah, the seals, and I'm like, nah, I didn't, I didn't live next to the seals. I, <laughs> I was in like a food desert, but um, but yeah, like growing up, that was the main thing. Was I was waking up every day, kind of worried about, uh, who am I gonna run into? What colors am I gonna run into? You know, like mm. what um, what what like if I was gonna run into police officers and just trying to get through school and trying to cultivate a future for myself, mm. um. And I think that getting to this point in my, you know, I, I just turned 30. And so, like, just getting into this point and going, wow, like, I didn't think I was going to live past a certain age. And, and the ability to just wake up and go to the school that I'm going to and have gone through all of the many journeys that I've been through. I was in the military for a bit. Um, the fact that I'm able to wake up and, like, pull on those experiences and apply them to my current you know, occupation to me is like that is the definition of black excellence, and that is what I'm fighting for in my work as a as an artist is to show um, uh, black folks that we can do everything. Um, and like, well, not even black folks, but folks outside yeah. of our diaspora that yeah. we can I do mean, everything. You it's know okay I mean? to be an example for for the many young black men and women that don't have yeah. um, positive examples and role models yeah. to look up to. So like. And and again, if you don't want to sit in that bag or in that 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 arena, you don't have to. No one can't force you to be yeah. there. But um, but unfortunately, when you do reach a certain level, people do look at you as role models, yeah. whether you like it or not. Yeah, and that's and, the and that's the goal, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I I you know I watched what uh what Creed three just came out. That was cool. Um, <laughs> but I I'm I'm all about like how do we show you know I skate I skateboarded when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. I, I just got into surfing. Mm -hmm. um and i'm like i want to do that film you know what yeah. i mean i want to show that we can we can do that yeah. and enjoy it and uh it not be the event like oh my god it's yeah. a it's a black surfer it's just yeah. like nah this is just a brother you know who surfs who is going through it just yeah. like everyone else so yeah. that's i mean at least that's me as an actor oh that's dope the, the goal yeah that's dope though it's like yeah we and and when you say uh like i'm i'm one of those believers that um Anything and everything is possible, mm -hmm. right? And that's that's on that's on my shirt, right? You know, for those that's out there that don't know, man, Fly Talk has shirts, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's on a t-shirt, and and on the back of it, it says everything is possible when you first when you first love yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like when you dig it into your own, and this is this is what this is the essence of excellence, black ex excellence. Or any kind, you become excellent when you begin to be comfortable in your own skin. No matter no matter what that skin looked like, 
right? Or mm-hmm. how how you how um how much trauma or adversity you had to overcome when you're comfortable being that person and accepting your, the flaws as well as mm-hmm. your your you become my opinion, okay? Because they talked about what what does it look like to us, right? Yeah. You become excellent. You become great. Yeah. You know, you may not look like, you know, the ditties and the, I don't even know, but you may not look like these people in the world out there, right, um, mm-hmm. that, that, that represent black ex- excellence, right? But inside, internally, you have everything that they have. You may not have the money, but internally, and the money doesn't make you excellent. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Kim. I see you on the edge of your seat, man. No, 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 not at all. I... <laughs> I was just, I was just, I was, I was listening. I mean, I didn't, you know, grow up in Southeast, you know, <laughs> but I mean, you know, growing up in New Haven, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I think it, it, the experiences were, you know, not of the same, but very similar in nature, especially, mm-hmm. you know, being from, you know, black culture. Um, I think that, you know, well, my mom, you know, she they had three of us, you know, she, raised this I was actually telling my oldest um the other day that you know I wish that when I was younger that I had decided to you know have a different group of friends or you know classmates rather than hanging with um you know the 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 ones that I did and they weren't a bad influence but I think that the influences would have been a little different Mm -hmm. so I would have it would have been easier for me to you know find a study group or you know, and it's crazy because I think I, I learned about calculus when I was in college and most of the younger students and I was an, a full adult going to college. So mm. when I was in, in most of the younger generation, they had learned about it in like, you know, freshman year in high school, mm. pre-calculus. And I'm like, was, this was foreign language for me. I was It was very intimidating. And I'm like, you know, had I you know, chosen to have a different group of friends, even just learning about finances, you know, um, setting, you know, setting the tone for, you know, our generation. I mean, it's sad because I know that my mom didn't learn about finances. Um, You know, I watched her make many mistakes, you know, God rest her soul. I remember her having to work three jobs, you know, and just being tired all the time. You know, but she still found a reason to smile. And I think that was just us, you know, her kids being her joy. But I it, and history tends to repeat itself when we just don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and most of us now, especially with the way the economy is, you know, we have to have multiple jobs. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as multiple jobs is not the same as having multiple streams of income. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm. Let's talk because. About- well, because when you're trading time for money, you don't really get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Right, you're right, just right. trading time for money. You're working so hard mm-hmm. just to make ends meet, just to be able to provide, just so you don't go homeless. And that can happen very easily if yeah. we've seen it over these past few years. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people ended up in really hard situations because of the decisions that they made prior to. We never expected to see anything that we've seen you know this pandemic we didn't expect to see that i don't think any of us even thought that we would be alive when something like that took place Mm -hmm. again right Mm -hmm. but now seeing the results of it and i definitely feel like there's a much bigger agenda at hand because of it you know here we are Mm -hmm. you know i was talking to a friend of mine who um is a truck driver and 
we know, I mean, we see it on the news for those who do watch news. I don't watch news. I'm just the person who gets all the hearsay. <laughs> so the rates, you know, the, the rates are ridis- ridiculous, mm-hmm. disrespectful even, <laughs> you know, and truck driving is a very complex job. It's not as easy as it looks. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I had said to her, I said, I'm going to tell you why these rates are so disrespectful. When you think about prior to 2020, right? When you looked at the statistics, most truck drivers were white males over the age of 60 or in that range. Mm-hmm. And that was more than that was more than 60%, right? Right. Probably a little more. So now you see it being advertised more so in the urban community, mm-hmm. Blacks and Hispanics, right? A lot more people have bought into the truck industry. There's a lot more Blacks and Hispanics who have obtained their CDL, whether it's Class A or Class B. So now we know that from history, the trucking industry, listen, when the wheels stop turning, that's when the world really has a problem. Not mm-hmm. until then. We, right. we went through what we went through, and that's fine. You know, most of us are still surviving. But right. when those wheels stop turning, that's when the real issue will happen, right? right. Now we have more um, Blacks and Hispanics who are in the trucking industry, mm-hmm, ready mm-hmm. to get ready to get some of that money that's coming out of there, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Because it's import and export, mm-hmm. you know, supply and demand. Mm-hmm. So now, now we see an issue with the rates. Now the loads that once paid twenty two hundred just for less than four hundred miles are only paying twelve hundred. Mm-hmm, that's a mm-hmm. big leap, considering that mm-hmm. the diesel prices have increased, right? Mm-hmm. You think about all of that in, in in itself, and I know that I don't care. There's no coincidence in life. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing just happens by chance in this world. No, there's always a reason. There's always a message. There's always a lesson. So I personally feel like you know that in itself is a reason why um, rates have dropped. And, you know, for people who, you know, when I, you see like social media, you see, and it's so different. It's kind of, it kind of tickles me a little bit, but when you see, you know, uh, a young black man who got a CDL license Mm -hmm. and, you know, he got a truck, you know, they want to take a picture on the hood of the truck. (laughs) (laughs) That's black excellence for him. Because that's probably something that he never thought he'd be able to accomplish. Absolutely. He's probably been incarcerated at some point in time or was headed down the road of destruction, but chose the latter, mm-hmm. right? So now he's a businessman. And that really does boost the ego. And right. I don't think right, there's right. anything wrong with that. You know, and obtaining it is not the hard part. It's maintaining, maintaining it. it. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. where the real challenge comes into play. Yeah. So, so, but but that goes into what you were saying about um about our school systems, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. so financially, financially, are you equipped? This is why so many of our um our black um and I'm and I'm I'm throwing this the black and brown um right. sports or athletes mm-hmm. um struggle in and at the end of their career because yeah. or even in while during their career because managing money wasn't something that we were taught. Like that was something that you had to acquire over time after you made a few mistakes because even in the household. Right. So so being able to achieve certain certain goals and the trucking and getting in and whatever she mentioned trucking. So getting in and getting your truck and taking that picture. And then the next step is maintaining that thing. Right. So how do you maintain it? How do you move from one tax bracket to the next tax bracket without the knowledge of doing so? And no one around you to give you that information. Right. But (laughs) your excellence, your excellence hasn't been taken away. Right. Your excellence hasn't been taken away because if you base, if you base the things that you, um, that you achieved as a form of excellence, yeah. Then 
that's yours. You you achieve. No one can right. ever take yeah, your accomplishments you away. Right? You own that. That's yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, and maintaining it and then moving to another level with it, because I think that's that's enough another hindrance that we have as a people is becoming complacent. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, 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 man, I got man, I got my shop. I got my house. I got I did my first play. Yeah, you did yeah, that. Yeah. You did that first play, or yeah, you yeah. did that first that first <laughs> set, and you're like, all right, I, I achieved my goal, man. That's that was my bucket list. All, all right. right, so now what's next? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy <clears throat> that you you talk about all this, and um, uh, because uh, uh, I think about this a lot. Uh, Will Smith was like mm-hmm. who I looked up to, you know, growing up at the time, and Denzel and Will Smith, and Will Smith, I, I was you know so obsessed with acting when I was younger. Um, before I even knew I could get into acting that I was like, I remember seeing an interview where they were talking about how he blew his money in, in the first, you know, the first year on Fresh Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Fresh Prince. Cause he was like buying watches. He was, (laughs) you know, buying cars and, and I'm like, yeah, there is no um, financial literacy like for us. And uh, even coming here, it was, it's been the hardest experience because to me, I, I was on top of the world when I got accepted. I was like, hey, yo, like, I didn't even think that I was going to get yeah. uh, my bachelor's. So right. I got my bachelor's, and then I, I had a beautiful mentor who was like, hey, go to grad school. And then I got here, and I was like, cool, like, I'm on top. I'm done, right? And it was like, the teacher was like, nah, foot on the gas. And I'm like, what is going on? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, re- I have arrived. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, but it was it was good. To know because you know there there is this capitalistic um uh, machine right that mm-hmm. that goes and it's like well once you get to one tier there's another tier and i think the one thing that is uh, the immediacy of the success at least for for me uh coming into grad school has been like oh pace myself because i've been through so many chapters of my life joining the military to get out of the hood accomplishing stuff in the military getting out of the military, going to uh, undergrad and being like, oh, I did my first play. This is what's up. Then getting to Yale and then not doing any productions for about a year and a half, you know, coming out of the pandemic, then finally doing my production and going, oh, like if I if I burn out at the top, it's, it's equivalent to the truck driver who, you know, takes the picture for the gram and then is like, oh, I, I'm done. I'm done here. Not I'm not saving. I'm not investing in, mm. in any black businesses. I'm not investing in myself. I'm not investing in my family. And so mm-hmm. at this point, that is like the, the main thing on my radar is, okay, how do I uh, continue uh, to uh, pursue success for me? You know, and what that and definition, what that, that definition, like exactly yeah, that yeah, definition yeah, yeah. for me, rather than the capitalistic definition, uh, signing a contract, to somebody who I'm like, yo, <laughs> this ain't this ain't nothing but for you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yo, I just want to speak to what your professor said. There's there's a there's a saying, and many people have said that it was in the Bible. I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. But there's a saying. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, and no shade. I'm just saying. Um, they said the race isn't given to the swift, but those who endure to the end. Yeah. Right. Mm. So so you know, and and it goes back to the. The, the turtle and the rabbit, right? The turtle and the rabbit. The rabbit take all and the turtle is like, yo, <laughs> this is this is all I got. Right? Right? That's my that's my turtle voice. This is all I got. All I got. <laughs> right? So but 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 the thing is, the rabbit is chilling, it gets ahead, it gets so far ahead, it gets comfortable. It's like, you know what, I'm gonna eat a few carrots, I'm gonna yeah. take a nap. And then the turtle is like at that slow, steady pace. Mm-hmm. 
And I said turtle, right? Yep, turtle. Yep. It's at that slow, steady pace. And before you know it, the turtle is crossing the line before the rabbit. Right. So, 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 so. And the, enjoying it on the way. And enjoying. And, the, and that's, effic- that's efficiency of energy. And that's, like that's, cr- that's, that's what I think. I, exactly. That's what excellence is to me. Like, I watched this. I don't know what kind of turtle it was. Like, scurry off into the ocean. And I was like, they fast. <laughs> but they're efficient. When they, when they need to be fast, they need to be fast. Mm-hmm. When they want to move, they move. And I, I think that that is, I think that's the moral of the story. It's like that the hare only knows one, mm-hmm. one thing, and that's to exhaust itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The turtle is like, hold up. Let me take my time and actually learn these lessons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I don't know. And even if, even if it's, I mean, because lessons happen no matter what, whether you're going to take your time or not, that's you're going to get that's the true. lesson. Yeah. Or well, you're going to get the lesson planned. Yeah. Learning the lesson is entirely up to you. That's, That's two true. different That's things, true. right? Yeah. Learning the lessons. Because they say um, a, a wise man, I think I said this. <laughs> no, uh, lessons of life constantly repeat themselves until they are learned. Mm. So you're going to constantly go through the same thing until you learn those things, right? Right. Um, but but to go back to, to this rabbit and this turtle uh, mm-hmm. analogy, right? So what you, you said, the turtle actually gets the opportunity to enjoy and see and take in everything. Yo, I live my life so fast, real fast, Kim, I got you. I live my life so fast at one time where I didn't even, I didn't even appreciate the beauty that existed around me. Even the people, Mm. like sometimes you, you like, for instance, like I could have sat in this, in her chair, right? And I'm going to use this again. I'm I'm I could have sat in her chair and got my cut, walked away, told her how excellent she was. I like using that word today. Right, right. right? How excellent she was with her lineup, right? It's always on point and just left. Right. Or you could take the opportunity to take in the people around you and then you're like, damn, she she's more than a barber. What else do you do? And then she start naming off these things. I'm like, she's a hit list. Yeah. She, right. yo, <laughs> this is it right here. Like, right. but you never get a chance to learn these people until you take that, that minute to actually sit down. Cause when you do things like sit in the barber chair, you're forced to be still actually. Yeah. And sometimes for me, sometimes that's the only time I actually, even when I'm eating, I don't mm-hmm. be still. I'm mm-hmm. texting, I'm, I'm oh. I, you know what I mean? I so, do, yeah. Go ahead, Kim, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I just take no, it in the fine. sights. I think, I, think it's, I just think it's important to, to point out that everything doesn't have to be a lesson. There's a difference between mm-hmm. a lesson the lesson is one thing, and that was what the rabbit, the hare, he got a lesson. The the tortoise, on the other hand, he got the experience. They're, they're right. two different things. You, right, gotta, right, right, right. you can't really enjoy a lesson because you Oof. you gotta, right, right, you gotta right, right. go through Oof. something. You gotta go through something to get a lesson, but you can enjoy the experience. Right. And that's education before execution. If you're educated, you get to enjoy the experience more, right? Right. Versus you jumping into something head first ignorantly. So now you're gonna get a lot of lessons. Right. 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 So I, I just think that it's important to be able to differentiate the two and, and you know, take it in stride. You know, you know, my mom always say, you know, take life with a grain of salt. But I do feel like some lessons just don't need to be had. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, exactly. listen, listen. Shout out to my cousin, too. What up, Bob? But, um, um, yeah, some lessons does not need to be had in order for you to reach an excellence. I agree. Right? I agree. Because that's a bar. I think I, yeah, that's a whole bar, right? Yeah. No, but no, I think I took, and, 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 and don't hold, my grandmother's not here anymore, so you can say what you want to say. But I got a lot of spankings, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I got a lot of spankings, man. I grew up in the spank you area, mm -hmm. era, man. It's like, yo, go get that switch. I'm like, a switch? What? No. Yeah, see, that, that, you was in that one. I was in the belt and shoe. That's yeah, well, all I had. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was in the transit. I, I caught all of it. Like, yep, yep. It was, as it was going out, it was fading. But anyway, no, but I'm saying, I, I, a lot of those things happen, and they didn't even have to happen. Mm. Right, those so-called punishments or yeah. uh, spankings or or harsh talks or you know whatever, those things didn't even have to happen because actually they already had told us and warned us against those things before it even took place. Mm -hmm. Now it was one thing that my grandma used to do was like she used to say she used to say this thing: "Do what you have to do, so you can do what you want to do." You already know, and I could that concept was so foreign. She was speaking. Japanese, Russian, and Korean, <laughs> all at the same time. Like it was just all, blah, 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 and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And what what would happen was I would leave, go out, play, because I was like in the sports. I played baseball. I, I was I, I'm in the music, so I'm all over the place, right? And um, I would come back. She wouldn't bother me, not on that level. I would go to sleep, think I'm going to chill, right? Three o'clock in the morning when the garbage, because the garbage trucks used to come mad early back then. Mm -hmm. She would be waking me up to go take the trash out when they, and now I'm like, yo, I got to go to school like in another, yeah. what are you talking about? And and the truck sometime will be past the house. So that means you would have to chase, because they're not coming back for you. Right. You either got, you got to go chase them. So it made it so much more difficult for me than to just go ahead and take the trash out in the first place. Right. But those lessons, even though she she told me that, I didn't learn them to after she was gone. Right, right. But I didn't have to though. I could have I could have easily accepted the warning. So, just to speak to that, some of those things we don't have to go through. Right, right, the punishment right. No, I definitely the, agree with that. You know, but we just have to listen. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's that's that thing too. I, I read it in a book. This one I read from someone else. Um. In conversation, which do you do? Do you wait to talk or do you listen? Most people wait to get express what they have to say, mm -hmm. what they need to get off their chest, than actually listening to what's being said to them. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't even know how we got there, but I guess this is all part of excellence. I mean, that, so if we practice these skills, we, yeah. we we move in towards something greater. Mm -hmm. All right, come on, you you was getting ready to say something, um, brother. Oh, 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 me? Oh, I, I was, thought so. I thought I heard. Okay. Oh, yeah. you thought you heard her? Well, whatever. Well, I, I'm here. <laughs> I heard something. You know, I I think that that's, and it's interesting because it ties into acting, right? The job of the actor on stage is to uh, listen and, and really be available for their partner. And it can be so easy when you're in the moment to be like, oh, I got a next line coming up. Oh, it's about to be nice. It's about to be clean. Like, this moment's my moment. You know what I mean? And it's, like, and it's like, actually, the more interesting thing for me to do is to just be on stage and take in my partner, um, whoever that may be. And I think that to apply that to life, it's kind of how I feel uh, mm. currently trying to understand success. And it's scary. It's scary to listen and, like, actually receive the the the, the lessons that aren't, you know, the spankings. It's it's like, actually, you do need to wake up at 4 a.m. and take this trash out. <laughs> I heard every detail of it versus take this trash out at 4 a.m. and I'm instantly responding in my head like, nah, I'm about to, I'm about to stay, you know, like, I, I'm about to stay up all night. 
Like, like you know what I mean? Like I already have my response. And so I think right now that that is the transition I'm in with. We're, we're getting ready for showcase scenes. We're getting ready to, you know, uh, meet casting directors, uh, uh, managers and agents. And I'm like, how can I tune my instrument to actually listen to uh, these cats in in conversations in on our meetings and my scene partner during those showcase scenes and rather than trying to focus like focus on learning your lines exactly like, rather than trying to like uh, uh go oh i want this management team and i want this agency because that's gonna shoot me in the foot right i'm not listening to anything that the world wants to to deliver to me i mm. got like an idea mm. of of a goal that i i want and goals are great mm -hmm. but like being able to adapt and adapt those goals and still have those ambitions, mm. like to me is is where the listening is, right? It's Here being, we go. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. So praying, I don't know if you guys pray. I'm not even, mm -hmm. you know, but praying, meditating, pondering and looking and reflecting, right? You put these things out there that you want to receive something, right? Mm -hmm. But we're mm -hmm. not listening to the answer. We're not look, listening to the gifts that's being bestowed on you, right? The people that enter your life sometimes are a gift. Like we had a chance to actually sit and talk and really like, yo, man, what do you think? And like, this is his feel. And I'm like, well, I think if you did, and he was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna take that in because that, right. that sounds dope or whatever and yep. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. But how many times do we actually take, take the skills that we have, right? And transfer those skills to our life. Mm. Right. Mm. That's that like like to our day to day life. Right. Because what you were saying to me is like your listening skills when you're present and you listening to the director and you listening to this um, instead of thinking about like, yo, you know what? Dang, my next line. Right. Or you listening to your partner because the emotion that your partner may give you may channel something totally so different. Exactly. And make you bring your part really to life. Right. Versus like I'm just gonna do my thing, man. She got <laughs> she she he gotta keep up with me. Like I'm yeah. I'm not right. Or 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 Kim, like for instance, um, you know, cutting I'm using cutting here because it is what it is, but it's not the only thing that she does. And she's gonna get an opportunity to give you everything. Yeah. So anybody wanna link in with her on any of her her, her <laughs> she started sweating, yo. But whatever the case may be, take it slow, take it slow. But 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 just like just like the way she has to pay attention to each person that sits in her chair because nobody face is the same. Mm -hmm. Nobody head is the same. Yeah. So it's not like she's just gonna come in here and be like, yo, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. I'm gonna do what I did to bro last. It came out nice on him, so mm -hmm. I'm just gonna do this. No, she gotta take your face in. Like I'm gonna tell you a quick story. And then I'm gonna let her talk, right? Quick story. She says, sit down and like, you know, my beard, whatever, was all it was kind of jacked up. It was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> wait, it was good, but it wasn't good, right? So she sat down, I she did it, she brought it to life a little bit, right? Boom, boom. So the next time she was like, she did it, and I'm like, yo. She was like, Yeah, now this is my right. Like, this is me. Like right. I, I got this. The first time I was cleaning up that mess. <laughs> Right. That, that the right. other person did. Right. I ain't naming no names. <laughs> but I'm cleaning that mess up. But, right. but what it is is like really paying attention and being present in the moment. Now, do we transfer that over to our day-to-day -day life when we interacting with people outside of our profession? 
do we actually listen then or do we just listen when we on stage so we can get that feel? Right. Or do we listen to people when we in the store and the guy next to you is really talking about how his family it's just got burnt out of a home right. and he only had this $5 to buy these bags of chips right. and this sandwich right, right, and they're right. going to split it five ways. Right. Do you actually hear that? Anyway, right. see, see, that's my level of excellence right there because I'm paying attention to that right. and I want to contribute to... And I may do a slide. I may be like, yo, next time he come, do he come to this store all the time? Yeah. So here, take this right here. Whenever he come for the next 30 days, I got it. Right. It's like, like you attention know what I'm saying? To I'm just using it. Yeah, yeah, it's attention to detail. Right, I mean, right. that, you know, you keep talking about with uh, with the barber, like getting the cut, right? <laughs> yeah. She did. She did. Oh, she went to you. I'm sure she froze. I didn't you know ask the question directly. Okay. <laughs> Say that one more time. It's like the attention to detail when you see... Uh, you know, different oh, faces and, and different head shapes and you going, all right, well, I can't do what I did on, you know, Bobby that, you know. <laughs> no, no. You know what? The mirror is your best friend. And yeah. I think that unfortunately, yeah, like yeah. anything we learn in life once. So that's what you learn first. You learn, you know, when you're, you know, cutting someone's hair or even as a hairdresser, whatever it may be, you learn that the mirror is your best friend because what you're looking at is exactly what you're looking at mm -hmm. versus you turning the person around and looking directly at the person you will see uh, you know the, the image is a little different um mm. so you know mm. taking that into consideration as you you know travel through your career as a barber some people tend to forget that mm -hmm. and then it becomes more of oh let me hurry up do this person so i can get to the next person let me hurry up let me hurry up let me hurry up and you just you know, speeding through the process rather than really being in the moment. I appreciate all of my clients. Um, they're long-term and we build a relationship. We build a rapport. I am also a barber therapist. And <laughs> mm -hmm. listen, mm -hmm. I'm Real telling talk. you, you will be, listen, I, I promise you, I actually wanted to go to school for psychology um, and I never finished um, because, you know, I'm also a parent, uh, you know, foster parent, of uh, you know, guardian of my two mm -hmm, nieces. Mm -hmm. So, you know, life changed overnight, literally. I went from none to two, so things changed. Um, so I had to, you know, <laughs> take, to a different, take, take a different path. Mm -hmm. You know, still being passionate about I don't cut hair just to cut hair. I actually enjoy it. It's an art form. I've always loved art. So, you know, that's one way I get to express myself. I, I went and I'm using school. shit. Anna. I went to school for, I went to UNH for music as a sound recording engineer. Um, and that was the year before, I graduated the year before I ended up with two kids. So, yeah. you know, life changed very drastically because we know that as a musician, you are not at a standstill. You really have to apply yourself. Right, you right. To sell yourself, you have to move around a lot. That was very difficult to do with a two and a four-year-old so you know but i mean i've made it work i mean life is great minus all of its challenges but right, i do right. take the challenges i take the challenges in stride you know i, I have no regrets everything right. i've experienced in life was, was uh was on time you know it was part of my journey so you know i uh i, I just think that that's part of a right. lesson right right yeah. you know, because it was a choice and yeah, then, you know, but it, it was a choice, but not a choice. So, you know, but the experience has been very fruitful and taught me a lot about myself. Right. And I feel like because... it wouldn't wouldn't you say that, like, even uh, 
with their music, trying to listen to the details of you know the beat and the cadence and the and the lyrics listen, that you're putting down. It. And so now you know you get to apply that to the kids, the the kids that you're with. You know the the music, the way that they speak, and the uh, I don't know that I'm I'm a musician myself, and so I find. <laughs> See, I finally, I'm telling you, right, you know, right, it's, right. it's a powerhouse it's, in the it's building. A today. It's, you know, I think for me, <clears> the, 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 the aspect of music was the science behind it. Um, how did this come from this? And just mm. to watch it build, just to mm. watch everything come together. It's just like breathing life into you. Right. It's, a, it's, it's not really something that words can explain. It's a man. It's 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 different. So, so, you know, so I mean, it go back to my it go back so everybody know the, the name of the show Fly Talk right mm-hmm, first love right. yourself it's a reminder to everyone to love yourself oh, first love this is a first love yourself yeah, kind yeah. of conversation so with the with with what she's talking about right this is what I always tell my daughter I tell anybody that actually listens um, love the words the words that we use is actually verbs as soon as you say it it becomes a verbs like I love right. you right. It's okay, now now put action behind it. Right. It's no more. Absolutely. So what she's saying is, I mean, this is what I took from it. I can't say what you're saying. I'm not speaking for her. She has her own mouth, right. and she's very intelligent. <laughs> Let me speak for myself, right? So what I heard, right, what I feel, what I hear when she say what she said is like, yo, watching everything unfold was my was love just happening. It was right. just happening. Like, right. I did it because, yo, I first of all, I had no choice, but... I love the fact that I did it. I right. I love through it. I love my music. I love the work that I do when I cut hair. It's like it's art. It's happening. It's mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. That's what artists love about right. art, man. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's alive. They watch it go from a blank canvas to drip. If you a drip painter, you just dripping paint. Like it's right. crazy that I know about this, right? Yeah. Or or you get or you get a, a someone that does makeup and they beat in face and, and, they, and they watch it go and then, then you got a, a dude that come on stage. He get it went from a book, yeah, to somebody's to, to someone somebody's actually mouth. Yeah. saying it. Acting it out yeah. and making it come to life for people that can't read. Yeah, right? I mean, you think about oh, make, don't like you think about makeup artists and, and <laughs> costume designers, and they're thinking about the configuration of the the body. You know, like if if somebody put makeup on me before I go on on the set, you know, and I'm playing a zombie or something, they're thinking about the way my face is gonna contort. You know, yeah. when they put that they they put that uniform on, they're thinking about oh, what happens when a shoulder moves? They got to think ten steps ahead. ahead. And I think that uh, when it comes to art, it is a moving breathing um document object uh, uh language um and i think if if it's only focused on product you know what i mean mm-hmm. then that's where it uh, deviates from from excellence because excellence is a moving breathing uh process mm. it's not a it's not a there's no finish line and that's what Ooh. to kind of get right. back to that whole thing right like I can I can get on stage. I can win like I can win an Oscar, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not done. Like mm-hmm. if I if I finish, then cool. I go off. I can retire, but I'm still I'm still moving in what I learned, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and if I don't, then I do a disservice to myself and and the generations to come and the legacy that I'm like building for for you know a future family, you know. So, possibly. So back to what I was saying, you become no matter what, no matter whether we like it or we want it or not, you become the role model or the example to someone else, right? You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, how do you do you gracefully accept this award and say, you know what? I reached my top, my pinnacle and I'm mm-hmm. done. And and then the people because the people that was looking up to you still look up to you. Right. Now you become rude in the public eye because you don't want to 
You don't want to be right. there no more. You, you're not jaded. No, I'm saying I mean, some people. No, when I'm, I know, I know, not necessarily. <laughs> but wait, you know what? No, let let me play that role. Let me play that right, advocate. Right, right, right. So yeah, necessarily. Let's say hypothetically yeah, speaking, people get bitter with the work that they because when you get tired of the work that you actually do, you can't and you're stuck in it. You can't become bitter. Right. Oh, right. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. It's so. Dope. It'll show unless you just that, you know, invisible that, you know, you become <laughs> that person that's so unbothered. You detach yourself with reality mm, right. at that point. Mm. That, that, that's the only way you can really accomplish that. Yeah. And even that, everything has an end. So, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite artists, Donald, uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. He, he's, you know, with, with his whole album, he was like, look, I got to end this at some point. And right. and and it's surprising when he brings another song back. You're like, dude, I thought you was done. And it's right. like, well, yeah. it, it it's beautiful that he can accept. Actually, I think I'm okay. You know, and I I think that to give yourself the the privilege of saying I, I'm gonna move to a different medium, whether that means uh me just being a son, as like an uh, like as an art form, and like being being more accountable as a family member. Wow. That's that's still an art form and, wow. and, and it's breathing and it's living versus like trying to accomplish being a better son. I'm gonna say I wanna say something to that though, because it's it's kind of dope. It makes you think, right? It makes you think, right? It says <sighs> like um when we take on new roles, right? Mm -hmm. We become fathers, we become parents, uh, mothers, um, or whatever the case may be. Do we forget the role that existed before? You know what I'm saying? Right. How often does that happen? That like I was a really, really good friend, but now right. I'm a dad. <laughs> and I can't be there for you. But your friend is still your friend. Like you gotta, but it, it does have to change form. But do do so in our excellence and in our growth and our strive and our our journey within it and to reach it whatever it may be, and then to reestablish it after we reached it. Um, how, like, you know, snakes shed skin, right? And they get new ones, right? How often do you have to, like, really, like, and I'm not talking about people that actually burnt those bridges mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm talking about the people that did nothing, but you take on new roles, like, and when you said that, it's like, do I forget to be a son, right? Because now... I got work, I got right. bills, I got response. They had work, bills, responsibilities when they was taking care of you right. and wiping your butt, exactly. but they still showed up as mom or exactly. dad or whatever the case may be, right? Yep. Yeah. How often do we forget our other roles? How, right? how often do we not, I mean, at least. I don't want to say forget. At least examinate that, like, that is a that is a part of the excellence, at least for me. I'm always thinking about that. I'm like, dang, like, I've been away for a very long time. I spent time in the military. You know what I mean? I I then went to undergrad and then came to the East Coast. I've I haven't been to the like I haven't been you know Southern California in a minute. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, no, nah, that's 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 priority number one, is like saying, hey yo, like I miss my best friend, I miss my mom's. Let's let's do something to celebrate mm -hmm. the journey, but also to remind you like I'm here and mm -hmm. I'm still I'm in I'm, I'm in pursuit of this love. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm still nurturing it. Yeah, I think that um. I think that it's the inevitable. It's important to understand how evolution works. Change will come, whether mm -hmm. we want it to or not. Um, as we get older, our responsibilities will increase. So it doesn't, 
make you any less of a son because exactly. now that you have yeah. a son, it just means that your priorities have to be shifted. Right. right and right. you have, it, it's really about the balance. And sometimes society doesn't pro- provide a balance. So you have to find a balance because once again, mm. if you're parents, right, you have, you know, you grew up and, you know, you're raised by your parents and whoever raised you, you now you're a parent yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have to, as we are in a situation now where the economic system has changed, you know, things are more expensive. Housing is more expensive. Food is expensive. Everything is expensive. So once again, people have to work two jobs. It's, it's very complicated right. to have kids right. work two jobs, take care of your parents. You know, you have siblings, you have family members that rely on you. And I only say this because I've been through all of this. You know, I took care of my mom in her, you know, in her stages before she left here. Um, I've been to prison. I bounced back. I went to college. I graduated. I became a parent. I still take care of my grandmother. I'm there for my siblings. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm there for my family because family is a very important aspect of my life. It always has been. But you have to arrive at a place where you also don't forget you. And you can become very burnt out because yes. everybody needs you. It's like, it's like a a daisy. You know, there's a you know however many mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. yellow buds on it. You keep plucking them off. You know they're not gonna grow back, especially if you're not watering it. Wow. So you have to pour into yourself as well. It's really about finding that balance. That balance. It doesn't yeah. make you, your role doesn't change, but your role is altered in terms of how yes, you want to yes, prioritize yes, yes, yes. it. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's that's a perfect way to and yo, like we can literally keep talking yeah. for hours. I, I see this because because uh right. d- let me let let me let this be known. <laughs> um, we were supposed to have Ken for a half hour for the first half. And, I know, and, and this and this joint, no, I mean it, it got lit. It, it was a great conversation. It was a great conversation. Um, you guys are always welcome on my platform. As long as as long as they have me, I'll have you. Cool. Right. So um we reached the end of the show. That was a great way to put it you know you gotta water yourself i remember lady of sending your rain was up here and she mentioned the same thing like pour into yourself right yes um i'm gonna say this and i'm I'm gonna leave with my because i do on tiktok i do um monday morning monday morning motivation right every monday morning um i missed last monday but that was personal reasons but this monday i hit them with time The, the the conversation was on time um and time not being in the healer of anything, but a mere tool mm. for us to do the healing and do the work that it takes to heal ourselves. So let's take the time to be healers of ourselves, to love ourselves and practice excellence on every level of our existence. This is the fly guy, fly tie. I'm joined by um, Malachi Dre Beasley. Talk to him. Tell him about your play real fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Malachi Dre Beasley. I'm doing every brilliant thing at the Yale Cabaret on the 30th of uh, March and through the 1st of April. For free. Let's get it. And then Kim, hit him. Kim Alive from New Haven, born and raised. I see you all out there. Appreciate the time, Ty. Nice meeting you, Malachi. Nice meeting you, too. So, another edition of the Fly Talk. Appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Stay fly. Next Monday, 2 o'clock. Holla at ya, boy.